Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, June 29th, 2018, and on this report, I will be talking about how losing the 2016 presidential election to Donald Trump has literally driven many Democrats, especially Democrat politicians, into a rage bordering on madness. They seem so unable to accept the fact that 63 million people rejected their ideas and voted for change, thus depriving them of the power to force others to fund their ideas. Rage and madness have resulted, despite all the bad news, all the rage, all the madness from the left. As we shall see, there are reasons for at least cautious optimism. Democrats are apparently so deluded as to why their candidate, Hillary Clinton, lost to Donald Trump that they think their brand of violent rage, which includes acts of public shaming of any individual working for the Trump administration, will somehow convince voters to give them back the majority of House and Senate seats come November 2018. Their hatred of Donald Trump has never been more obviously directed at all the rest of us who reject their vision of what America should be, all semblance of decorum and class, if any ever existed among them, have been lost. They openly encourage the assembling of mobs to shame and inconvenience anyone connected to the Trump administration who dares to venture out in public. They are apparently so deluded that they think that will encourage the American people to give them back their political majority. Maxine Waters, Congresswoman from California, tells us, you ain't seen nothing yet, and this is just the beginning. She is making threats that one should assume she intends to back up. There have been, in fact, threats of domestic terrorism as part of that. This is only the beginning, quote. I quote from an article by a man named Ham Hamilton Nolan in Splinter entitled, quote, This is just the beginning. In the article, he asked questions of sane people, i.e., those more conservative than him. Quote, do you think that being asked to leave a restaurant or having your meal interrupted or being called by the public is bad? My fascism-enabling friends, this is only the beginning, end quote. Later, he tells us exactly what he meant. Quote, the U.S. had thousands of domestic bombings per year in the early 1970s. This is what happens when citizens decide en masse that their political system is corrupt, racist, and unresponsive to people out of power have only just begun to flex their dissatisfaction. The day will come sooner than you think when Trump administration officials will look back fondly on the time when all they had to worry about was getting hollered at in a Mexican restaurant, end quote. So he's telling us, no, warning us that domestic terrorism is coming to U.S. cities because he and his left-wing friends did not get their way. He actually seems to crave violent conflict with longing. And with fondness, this man is not just some crackpot, although he does seem to be nuts. He is written for the New York Times and in leftist circles appears to be quite popular. He is careful not to openly call for violence himself, but he does say that it is time to start fighting. Quote, the people that are responsible for this are not going to get out of this with their happy, wealthy lives unscathed. That's you and I he's talking about, folks. His article has been read by more than 798,000 people. The radical left of the Democrat Party are quite clear about what they have planned for America. If they can't control it at the voting booth, 
Their plan is already starting to some degree. Congresswoman Maxine Waters recently encouraged her followers with this, quote, let's make sure we show up wherever we have to show up. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd and you push back on them. You tell them you're not welcome anymore, anywhere. We've got to get the children connected to their parents, end quote. She went on to say, God is on our side. In response, the president tweeted, quote, congratulations to Maxine Waters, whose crazy rants have made her together with Nancy Pelosi the unhinged face of the Democratic Party. Together they will make America weak again. But have no fear. America is now stronger than ever before, and I'm not going anywhere, end quote. What I would tell Ms. Waters and Mr. Nolan is this. There are about 400 million guns in this country several billion rounds of ammunition. So if you want to take this country by violent confrontation, you might not find a nation of sheep that you apparently imagine being there. Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders was recently booted out of the Red Hen restaurant in Lexington, Virginia, because the owner found out that she was with the Trump administration. Sarah and her husband went home, but members of her family went across the street to another restaurant. The owner of the Red Hen, his wife and son, looking all virtuous in their pink caps, followed them, organized a protest, and arrest them at that restaurant as well. Kirsten Nielsen, Secretary of Homeland Security, was hounded out of a restaurant in D.C. by a mob who continued their harassment at her home. One DHS official had a dead, decapitated rodent left on his front porch, and DHS employees have been continually harassed, Democrats especially, their politicians have been rather quiet about the harassment. There have been no calls, to my knowledge, for an end to violence against women and an end to bullying. In general, Nancy Pelosi did offer a weak rebuke to her old friend, Maxine Waters. Quote, Trump's daily lack of civility has provoked responses that are predictable but unacceptable. As we go forward, we must conduct elections in a way that achieves unity from sea to shining sea. End quote. Chuck Schumer also called for civility in our discourse. The owners of the Red Hen restaurant decided for what they call morality to ask Sarah Sanders to leave. I suppose that's their right to do so. I support that right. It's their restaurant. I'm an advocate of freedom of association and all that entails. Well, I think they had a right to ask her to leave. That doesn't exempt them from the consequences of their actions. Sarah tweeted her response, quote, Last night, I was told by the owner of Red Inn in Lexington, Virginia, to leave because I work for POTUS. And I politely left. Her actions say far more about her than about me. I always do my best to treat people, including those I disagree with, respectfully and continue to do so, end quote. That tweet apparently generated lots of phone calls and emails to Red Hen, which was closed this past weekend, normally their busiest time due to a fall-off in business and bad reviews on their website. Some have started referring to the restaurant as the Dead Hen. Their right to determine who eats in their restaurant doesn't extend to following people down the street, screaming and harassing at them, making public... Uh, recognition of that fact. So where is the reason for cautious optimism? Well, apparently many Democrats are starting to fear that Donald Trump is actually starting the process of making America great again. That would not be good for them. No, they want a weak, 
and divided America in order to keep their coalition together. There are reasons to feel the beginnings of optimism starting to appear, recent Supreme Court decisions, such as the one recognizing the age-old right of the president to determine immigration and control borders for the security of the nation, as well as a decision that public employee unions can no longer force their, their members to fund their left-wing Democrat activism. Those are both very good news. On top of that, the Supreme Court uh, just announcement of the retirement of Anthony Kennedy, which will allow Trump's second appointment, slow progress, is starting to appear on the border with the right of America to decide who comes here and who doesn't becoming gradually understood. People are perhaps starting to reject Hollywood's message of vile, obscene filth, the reaction of the public to the shaming and harassment of administration officials has embarrassed even some Democrats to top it off. There's been a series of successful foreign policy decisions that I count as optimistic. The summit with Kim Jong-un of North Korea, now the summit with Vladimir Putin of Russia, has been set for July 16th, I believe, and various trade deals are starting to benefit America. Jobs are returning to American workers so they don't have to beg Democrats for their bread. All this optimism is just more than most Democrats can stand, so they threaten domestic terrorism. They rant, they rave. They encourage harassment of public officials. Maxine Waters said God is on their side. I guess that's true if you understand who and what the Democrat God really is. When people no longer have the true God because they have rejected him, they have to have something to call on. And for them, it's the state, the all-powerful state, state power, power to force compliance with their wishes. The coercive, all-powerful state is their God. At least that's the way I see it. Till next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.